You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome everybody to episode one, episode one of the Collective Cafe, Collective Cafe to go. This is going to be a a weekday, daily or daily weekday podcast starting uh, at, well, it actually takes place in a Discord server, uh, in Alpha Collective's Discord server, discord.gg forward slash Alpha Collective. Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You are very welcome to join us and our regulars. And uh, you can listen live and comment live. We have a beautiful little back chat, cafe chat. And uh, you can come up to stage. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about our programming in just a moment. So you can listen live while you're on the treadmill, while you're commuting, while you're getting the kids ready, whatever Whatever it takes, you can pop in, uh, pop out, do whatever uh, you're comfortable with. The whole idea is, especially in this world that we're living in, this work from home, this new reality where even people that still go into the office are not going into the office as 
often as they used to. So how do you get your day off on the right foot? How do you get your day off with community? How do you get your day uh, off by, by learning something new, by motivating yourself, by motivating other people, by helping other people? This is the intent of the Collective Cafe, which is attached to Alpha Collective. I'll talk uh, to you about Alpha Collective maybe a little bit later or tomorrow or, or in, a, in an upcoming episode. Uh, but the key is that this is free. It's free to join the Collective Cafe. I see one of our regulars and, in fact, one of our barristers. Again, I'll tell you a little bit more about what it is to be a barrister. So shout out to Bez, who's in the audience right now. But it's free and it always will be. So it's an opportunity to listen live. And starting, I actually owe Bez indirectly uh, gratitude. Uh, Somehow, and I forget the exact exact process, uh, but we decided to actually turn this into a podcast. Why not? Why not give you the consistency of content on a daily basis and the ability, quite frankly, to you know decide when you want to listen, when you don't want to listen. Um, it's not integral that you you know if you miss an episode, um, but it's something that can actually become part of your daily life. Just like you know, reading the New York Times or the Wall Street Journal on the train into the city might have become part of your ritual. Hopefully, this becomes part of your ritual as well to be a part of the collective cafe now we we talk about on monday it's manifestation monday on tuesday it's a thought it's thought leadership tuesday on wednesday we open up the floor it's it's not like it's open mic but we give our alpha collective members our paid members and our barristers an opportunity to to be a guest or we invite a guest in on thursday we do a live read of a book and a discussion at the moment, we're doing super bosses. In December, we were reading Life After the 32nd Spot, my first book that I published in, uh, or that was published. I didn't publish it. It was published in 2005. So I wrote it in 2004. It's, it's amazing to think like 19 years later, what has changed and what isn't. A little shout out to Slick, who's just joined us as well. And then on Friday, we have No Agenda Friday, where we invite everyone up to the stage. At some point, we won't be able to do that. At some point, only Alpha Collective members, paid members, full members, and barristers will be able to come up to the stage. Um, But the idea, if you are an Alpha Collective paying member, is that not only can you come up to the stage at any time, you don't have to raise your hand, but also you can start the stage. So if you want to do your own version of a coffee, you can absolutely do that. And uh, so that's an idea of the Collective Cafe. Uh, You are in it right now. You're listening to it. You're listening to it on your own terms and your own schedule. Maybe it's the weekend. Maybe it's the evening. Maybe it's the back end of your commute. And uh, we'll play around. Um, I'm using otter.ai to transcribe each episode. And uh, there's a beautiful little beta tool now in in otter.ai, which is the ability to summarize the actual session with highlights. And so we're going to do that and we'll essentially, we'll essentially put that into the show notes. So it's, it's interesting because today is January 9th. It's 8.06 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I haven't even set up the pod. So my goal today is to figure out how to do that in one day. I mean, I've done many podcasts in my time across the sound with Steve Rebell, Jaffe Juice. Um, Joseph Jaffe is not famous, formerly Corona TV. 
but, you know, I haven't done it in a while. And so I'm going to attempt my, my to-do list today. It is Manifestation Monday. So one of the things that I have to manifest is setting up the show. And this is beautiful because, you know, we've taken, it's like we've taken off right now, but we don't have the landing gear. Um, so my goal today is to get this set up and who knows, maybe even have this episode live. I'll give myself some grace. I'll give myself all the way through to next Monday, Monday the 9 plus 7 is 16, January 16th to have this up. But, you know, anything before is going to be a little bit of a bonus. And so um, that's the preamble. I'll try not to do too much preamble. But in the first, you know, five to ten episodes, there might be a little bit of housekeeping um, and setting up as well. And uh, would love to hear your thoughts. Um, you can just pop into discord.gg forward slash alpha collective join. You can actually join the collective with with what was a free mint, which is now minted out right now. The floor is probably about four or five dollars. So you can actually get an entry level mint. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that in upcoming episodes. But it is Manifestation Monday today. And I am going to uh, you know, talk a little bit about my week. Um, I was in Vegas last week at CES. Before that, I was in South Africa on vacation. I had an awful time in terms of jet lag. I even went and and uh, got an infusion. I went into one of those little salons at uh, the Cosmopolitan Hotel and uh, had, I don't know, B12 and vitamin C pumped into me. Uh, it was a weird experience. The weirdest part of that experience was... When I needed to pee, uh, because, I mean, I did have a liter and a half of fluid, uh, you know, infused into me. And uh, I was told, oh, we don't have a toilet here. You're going to have to, like, go into the public restroom across the hall uh, in the Cosmopolitan. Now, I did not have to go out there with one of those gowns with my butt hanging out, you know. And uh, I was in my clothes, uh, and they disconnected the actual drip. But it was a weird feeling. I was like, this is not, this is not um, hygienic at all. Um, so I did have my first infusion. Did it help? I think it helped a bit. Um, but um, so there are going to be a few things, interestingly, um, if I can get this out on time. I'm actually going to do a keynote on Thursday um, and uh, I will provide the link in cafe chat uh, for all of you that are live. Hello, jerseyking.com. Bruce, one of our uh, members of Alpha Collective who has just joined us. Um, so I'm going to be delivering my keynote from CES um, to uh, a webinar on Thursday. And uh, I'm probably going to start to do this once, at least once a month, which is deliver a keynote. Uh, what we are going to play around with is who that, key, who that keynote goes out to. At the moment, um, my thinking is that it will go out to Alpha Collective members, both paid and entry-level members. Um, and, uh, and I'm playing around with registration and gating software, you know, using tokens, using NFTs as a way to create proof of um, proof, not a proof of attendance, uh, proof of admission or attendance protocol, POAP, but actually the fact that people are registered members um, of the collective. And so uh, that is going to be on Thursday, the 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th if I'm able to get this out in time. If I'm not, and you're listening to it now in the future, you can always contact me and maybe I'll do a an encore presentation as well. So I've got a lot to achieve this week. Those of you that are in the audience, I want to hear what you have to achieve uh, this week. Uh, Slick says, GM, Happy New Year, and hope you had a great 
holiday season, Bez says Jim. By the way, if you look slightly above, you will see um, my... Uh, I didn't get a chance to gamble much in Vegas, uh, but I did... Um, I lost $60 in total, three different rounds of Wheel of Fortune. And uh, I spun the wheel. This was actually at the airport. I was about to board, if you're having a look at it. And you will notice that I missed the jackpot, the $280,000 jackpot by one slot. Now, I don't know whether it it really was that close because I I believe, obviously, that there are odds and, and it's not I can't believe it was just completely random that there probably are odds, et cetera, in terms of when something's going to land, how often it's going to land on the jackpot. Um, But it felt very uh, frustrating uh, and also kind of like exhilarating, you know, so near and yet so far. Because, you know, at the end of the day, nothing should come easy. Nothing should come easy to anyone. The harder you work for it, the the more rewarding it is. Um, I had Alexandra Damsko on on the show. I actually had that episode go live last week. And, um, you know, she spoke about how it's not just lottery winners that actually go broke after winning the lottery. It's actually uh, professional athletes and in particular NBA players. And she spoke about how studies have shown that when the revenue stream dries up, There isn't a plan in place. There isn't a transition plan. There isn't a continuity plan. And you know, if you're used to living life a certain way, a certain quality and standard of life, it's very hard to kind of, you know, transition down. So we always talk about retirement plans. Good morning to Christopher. Uh, We always talk about retirement plans, but we need continuity plans. We need contingency plans and continuity plans. Contingency plans are what if things go horribly right or horribly wrong. And I say horribly right because winning the lottery can be something that goes horribly right. There is a billion-dollar lottery draw taking place tomorrow. Maybe I'll win it. I'm in it, so maybe I'll win it. Um, but then there's, there needs to be a continuity play. What happens when you move from one phase to the other phase? right? So, so contingency could be a, debil- a debilitating disease, God forbid, an accident, um, you know, losing your job. Continuity is what happens when you actually move to the next stage of your life. Nothing's wrong with you, but now if you're used to living a certain way, you have to be able to make adjustments. You have to be able to create a plan, a step-down plan, as opposed to, you know, being able to uh, continue to live unrealistically with an in a lifestyle that you cannot support anymore. And look, here's the thing. It, it may sound so simple, but it's not simple. It's not simple because we also live in a world where there are all these external expectations and sometimes self-imposed you know, expectations on what car you should drive, what house you should live in, what clothes you should wear, what class you should fly. And, and it's hard for people to step down. It's hard for people to to show vulnerability, maybe that they can't afford what they used to be able to afford. The smart, smart people are people that actually don't give a damn about what other people think. They care what they think. They care what the people that matter think. There's no pride. You know, the, you, can, you can be humble or you can be humbled, right? You can be humble or you can be humbled. Nobody wants to be humbled, Everybody should want to be humble. And, and sometimes you have to be able to check your pride you know, at the door and, and recognize that, that 
What worked before may not work today. Look, I stayed at the Rio. I stayed at the Rio. It was the biggest dump I've ever stayed in. It it literally was worse than a one-star hotel. I've only had two experiences in my life where I wanted to actually put plastic on the pillow. One time I did it, actually. This time I almost did it. The one time I did it was very, very early in my career. You know, when I left the agency world, I was flying to San Francisco and I was trying to find a flight that I could afford. And, and I, the first time I'd ever flown out at six in the morning um, uh, from, from JFK. And I, I didn't quite, you know, I was going to drive myself and park uh, in an economy lot. And, um, and I just didn't have the faith that I would be able to leave at 3.30 in the morning. I, I'd never done it before. So I went and stayed at, I don't even, I think it was maybe a renaissance it's not even it, the building is there, but I don't think the hotel is there. Um, at JFK, the the I remember the bed was literally a plank of wood, with a very very thin mattress, and it was so disgusting and dirty that I put plastic on the pillow. I almost felt that way with the Rio. I didn't, I didn't touch the 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 count. I didn't touch anything. All I did was stay on the bed, and and use the bathroom, and 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 it was it was gross. Um, but you know, I did what I had to do. I did what I had to do. I looked at the prices. The prices were insane. I wasn't going to pay $875 for a room at the Cosmo or the Aria. And so I ended up paying, um, probably $700 for three nights. They actually gave me back about two or $300. They didn't charge me for one night. Um, because, because I said, look, I'm not here to complain, um, for the sake of complaining or even to get a to get something back, I just have to tell you how how really disgusting this place was, and I don't mean to upset or offend. I was just being very honest, and they said, "Look, we were hit really hard with COVID and after COVID, and you know, and we're in the process of refurbishing, and and a whole bunch of hotels, by the way, in Vegas have been bought by this massive group. I forget the name, um, and so you know, that was my experience. There's no shame." There's no shame in looking for an affordable place. By the way, what I did like about the Rio, I mean, I didn't like anything about the Rio, but at least in the morning, I could uh, I could always get a cab. I didn't have to wait 15 to 20 minutes for a cab because there was like literally nobody staying at the hotel. One night, um, I did a panel um, at the Venetian uh, for Horizon Media, and uh, which was amazing at Smith & Walensky. I wish I could have stayed. The food was insane. But then I had a dinner with Morning Brew, uh, which was at the Cosmopolitan at STK uh, Steakhouse. And the cab line was insane. The Uber line was 10 plus minutes. So I walked. I walked a mile and a half. Uh, it was a beautiful walk, by the way. And I actually saw some parts of Vegas that I've never seen before. Um, so, you know, Vegas is, um, I mean, a shithole. It really is. It's awesome and it's awful at the same time. Uh, and and I forgot how much I loved it and hated it at the same time. Um, but here I am, I'm back, and uh, you are now listening to the very first episode of The Collective Cafe. We are going to put this out as a podcast every single day. Uh, it's really not intended for people that are here now, but it's a bonus if you can't make it and you want to connect and 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 feel like you can have that continuity, but really, as you start to listen to it, maybe you will come into the Collective Cafe and start your day off the right way. I think the right way means the front foot. It means with forward momentum. 
It means hope, positivity, and optimism. It means motivate yourself, be motivated by others, motivate others, and, and crush it, and crush it, because we, we all can crush it. We can all crush it together. So I'm looking at my schedule like I always do, and, uh, and I look at, um, I'm, I'm getting some feedback as well. I just got a thank you from Horizon for, for stepping in last minute uh, to be on a panel. Uh, I loved it. I absolutely, you know, I remember the, how much I love being on stage. Even though I don't like leaving the house anymore, um, I do love the exhilaration of being not only presenting or sitting on a panel, but actually doing it IRL. So I loved that part of Vegas, and I would do it again and again and again. So I'm looking at my schedule. Um, I have um, uh, a bunch of, I've got, uh, today I've got Sean Kanungo uh, on, good morning, Jen. So I've got Sean Kanungo on the show, pre-recording. Tomorrow, Mario Norfolk. Mario Norfolk is the man at the moment. I mean, I don't know if he did interview uh, uh, Andrew Tate, but he's interviewed, oh my goodness, like everyone who's anyone. And he's become the king of Twitter spaces. So assuming that still takes place, he'll be on the show. Uh, on Wednesday, Rand Fishkin. And then on Thursday, I'm going to be doing this uh, keynote um, for hopefully all of you, this webinar. Uh, I'm actually going to be using StreamYard's webinar software. So for the first time I, I do my show on StreamYard, I'm going to be experimenting by delivering a, a presentation. And the goal, you know, even going back to Alpha Collector for a moment, is that you get 52 Alpha Talks over 52 weeks, but you're also going to get a minimum of 12 keynotes from me. Uh, And so I will bonus one keynote, at least one keynote every single month, maybe every week. Um, So still trying to figure out exactly what that looks like. I really enjoyed the ability to to be a true thought leader um, at CES. I presented to Delta. I presented to... Uh, Halion, I presented to Anheuser-Busch InBev. Um, it was actually amazing. I presented to Delta's board, their entire board. Um, it was just, I've, I don't think, you know, I don't think I've ever presented to an entire board at that level. And, um, you know, it was great. You know, and the whole idea was, well, uh, you know, you're going to have to just attend on Thursday to find out um, what I spoke about. But it really was about this balance between Web3 and innovation on the one side and then, you know, this idea of how do you operate and succeed and survive and thrive during recessionary times. You know, one of the things and that I wanted to talk, first of all, it is Manifestation Monday. So if anybody at any time wants to come up on stage and, and do some manifesting, um, let you know, go for it. Um, my goal of this week, by the way, is to now uh, leverage all of the leads and conversations from CES into and through um, membership passes to Alpha Collective. And also, I've had some really, really interesting conversations about the show and how to find a home for the show and broaden reach and broaden audience. Um, So I'm excited about that. It's great to be very focused and singular. Like I only have two things going on, two things that I want, that I care to focus on. One of them is the show. I think my Discord just conked out. So we'll wait for that to come back. That's interesting. Um, I think we just had a bit of a communication snafu. 
But I think the roadcaster is probably going to continue recording. So uh, that's interesting. So let me see if I can walk and chew gum at the same time and realize that uh, you know when you're recording, you are recording and you have to be able to apply contingency plans or contingency planning. Um, and you know w- one of the things I, I've often I've often spoken about this idea of um, of you know uh, a presentation that I put together called PowerPoint doesn't suck you do. And the goal between PowerPoint the goal of PowerPoint doesn't suck you do was meant to actually take uh, the scenario of presenting um, to uh, you know in any presentation in any presentation scenario, what would happen if your computer crashed? What would happen if uh, Wi-Fi went down as it just did right now? How would you uh, how would you be able to survive? Would you be able to survive? And and so the idea behind uh, PowerPoint doesn't suck you do was that in the middle of the presentation, you would literally, literally um, have the opportunity, you, you know, you would, you would just, the, the laptop would just be shut and you would have to continue. You would have to continue and you would have to figure out how to make it work. Now, how do you do that? Well, how you do that is by knowing your subject matter really, really well. And the only way to do that um, is to, uh, well, there are a bunch of ways. So, you know, what I'm doing now is I'm improvising with you right now, but I'm also attempting to hotspot um, with my phone and see if that works. And, um, and maybe it will, maybe it won't. But I know that I'm still recording right now. And I know that I have a hotspot. So what I might just do is pause for a second. And no, I think I'm connected right now. It says that I'm connected And so now we're going to go back into Discord and see if we can bring it back. Um, So uh, I'm going to take, uh, I'm just going to pause for a second so that I'm not like kind of ridiculously riffing too much um, and see if this works, if Discord will actually fire up on um, on the personal hotspot. And it doesn't seem to be, which is weird. It almost seems like a, maybe I've been hacked. I don't know. Um, let's go back to my Wi-Fi and see if the Wi-Fi is back. This is super strange. It says connected. Maybe Discord is down. I didn't think about that, did I? All right, let's load it up one more time and see if it works. Yep. I think maybe Discord is down. Uh, no, I think Discord is, is it coming back? Yep. This is the weirdest thing ever. So let's go back into it. And speak on stage. I have no idea what happened there. I have absolutely no idea what happened there. Hello, Sharon. Um, that was just super weird. Uh, Wi-Fi went out and, uh, I'm busy and I was wondering if I'd been hacked. Um, one of the things I'm going to have to do now is figure out, do I just go ahead with this uh, with this recording today? Hello, Praxim, and hello, Sharon. Um, this is our very first recording 
of a podcast, right? Of the Collective Cafe. Of we, we need to decide, by the way, are we calling it Collective Cafe or, or Collective Cafe uh, to go? Uh, I'm looking at all the comments as well. I don't know what happened. It just seemed, uh, it just, uh, Jersey King said, by the way, try hotels.club. It's my friend's site, $14.99 monthly membership, but massive savings. I probably should have used Hotel Tonight or Hotel To Go or one of those things as well. And just to just to comment on the people that are here, yeah, my, my, my wife, I just completely went out. And anyway, it, it's back now. Um, I was riffing on the whole idea of, um, some of you have heard me talk about this before, this idea of uh, a presentation, a workshop that I was putting together called PowerPoint Doesn't Suck, You Do. And the goal was that you would teach people, first of all, how to present using PowerPoint, because PowerPoint can be an incredible, incredible tool if it's done right. But it actually wasn't just about that. It was really about the fact that when people were actually presenting. Now, they wouldn't know about this in advance, but when they were presenting, you would literally go up to them and shut their laptops and say, hey, you just had a, a, a lightning surge, um, your, you know, you, your computer exploded, you ran out of juice, the Wi-Fi went down. Now, or maybe your client just said, you know what, I'm so sick and tired of PowerPoint. Can we just talk? Can you just talk me through this presentation without actually presenting it to me? How many people are actually prepared and ready to do that. What would have happened when I was in CS presenting to Delta or ABI or Halion and uh, they said, you know what, um, the, the uh, computer projector is not working today or the connection is not working. What would I have done? Well, I would have had to sit down in front of them and either deliver the presentation from memory or at least have, have a plan or be able to uh, enact some kind of contingency. Here's a power tip. I've said this before in previous uh, maybe um, sessions. Always, always, always have a printout of your presentation in, in notes view or slide view. You can get six slides onto a page. You always need to have your notes so that if you are standing at the podium or even sitting down, you can just glance roughly at your narrative and be able to keep going. It does help. Of course it helps if you can just do it off by heart, if you, if you know your subject matter so perfectly. Another tip that I would give uh, as well is, you know, it's, it's like, um, good morning, Lubna. It's like if, you, um, if you're writing, for all the writers out there, if you're writing and for whatever reason your computer crashes and you've lost a beautiful piece of content, the worst thing you could do is try and recreate that content. What was that word? What was that paragraph? What was that line? There was that beautiful analogy. Um, what was the met? You know, it's it's very hard to recreate lightning in a bottle, right? Or um, is that the right phrase? Or lightning strikes the same? Whatever. Um, but it's very it's it's very hard to capture. You know what I mean? Capture lightning twice in a bottle when it strikes, but it's hard. And um, so the best thing to do is just to start again. If you were able to and capable of coming up with that genius one time, you, you are capable of coming up with it again. And so instead of trying to recreate the magic, it's the same thing like with relationships. Sometimes we, we want to go back to the good old days. You can't go back to the good old days. Sometimes you have to start again with a, with a blank slate. Sometimes you do need to do a Control-Alt-Delete. Uh, Sometimes you need to be able to um, just create a fresh start. 
And so those are just a couple of thoughts, you know, just about this idea of what happens when things go wrong. Now, what happened today is somehow I lost uh, connectivity for five minutes. I was recording because this is the first episode of a podcast. Now, and I'm, you know, just kind of uh, giving you the play-by-play, the director's commentary, I can go back and I can edit so that nobody even knows that it happened. Or I can just let it happen as if it was live because guess what? It was live. And uh, warts and all, um, this is part of what it is to, to, I think, be authentic in today's environment. It's the dog barking. It's the children crying. Um, it's, it's the fact that we're all trying to figure it out. And so we, we let down our God. I, I, I tweeted today um, that PFPs are dead because, like, why, why, why do we want to continue to be, why do we want to continue to be someone that we're not? Why do we want to continue to create masks and facades anymore? Like, I, I don't mind personal brands. That's great. But, you know, when I look out today and I see Sharon, I see Sharon. I, that's what she looks like. You know, ma- maybe we can have AI bears, which is, you know, or, or, or animated bears. Uh, or, uh, or, you know, and it's, it's fine actually to, to wear a PFP, right, if in fact that has become your identity and that is who you are. They're all fine, but the point is we've been putting on masks and wearing masks and creating facades and boundaries and borders and retouching and photoshopping and 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 we need to like come on everyone we need to strip away all this pretense and all of these uh, barriers and obstacles that that come between us and our audience our community our family, our friends. Um, and, and that's kind of all part of the same thing, right? We try and create so much bravado in our lives um, to, to tell people we're okay, but we're not. We're not always okay. Um, I saw um, a post from, uh, from uh, Billy Bowie today who was referencing, I'm just going to pull it up right now, um, on Instagram, and, and he's referencing um, Stephen Laurel Twitch, boss, 1982 to 2022. Uh, he, was, um, he was, I think he, I don't know too much about him. I'm just going to read you the post. Um, don't let this post trigger you or maybe uh, let it trigger you to reach out and encourage someone today. Uh, I read an article from the LA Times about this tragedy where he was referred to as seemingly jubilant and it really struck me. Uh, Twitch took his life, unfortunately, um, uh, tragically, uh, several weeks ago. Uh, he, I think, was So You Think You Can Dance. I think he featured prominently on that. And then he went on, uh, he was on The Ellen Show, and he actually became her sidekick and and um, and spun uh, tracks and, and, and was her kind of like right hand. And I'll just finish reading it, and then we'll go to Sharon, who just joined us on stage. Uh, Think so back to Billy's post. Think about all the people you know who are seemingly jubilant, shining on the outside, appearing to be full of joy, showing no signs of real struggle. This is especially true for entertainers. I've personally experienced some darker moments than I'd like to admit. There is an unspoken expectation for people who are always happy to remain that way, even if something is going on under the surface. Consider this a call to check in with those people, not just today, but regularly. Just because there's a smile on the outside doesn't mean there's one inside. Twitch is speaking uh, to you today. Go and encourage someone, even the one 
who is smiling. Uh, rest in peace to this man and praying for his kids uh, and folks impacted most by him. And of course, um, Billy didn't say this, but I'm adding to his wife um, as well. Again, this whole concept of mosques and uh, the sad clown, the comedian. Um, you know, when when a comedian, uh, I'll never forget, I mean, you know, a tortured man, like I, I say tortured, but like Michael Richards, um, Kramer, you would expect him to be uh, zany, crazy, uh, insane, and he had that rant, that angry racist rant, or or Robin Williams, who you know, who is just an enigma, and of course, you know, tragically, he took his life uh, as well. Um, what you see is not always what you get, whether it's a PFP, whether it's a persona, whether it's a personal brand, whether it's a PowerPoint presentation. Uh, it's important for us to unplug and strip down and be naked, so to speak. But I'm going to pause there for a second. Sharon, good morning to you. Happy Monday. Uh, welcome to what could be the first episode of the podcast of, you know, the flawed podcast uh, of the Collective Cafe. And and before you, bef- uh, uh, let me ask you, should it, should this be called the Collective Cafe or the or Collective Cafe to go or, or Cafe to go? Have, any thoughts on that? Uh, I do like the cafe to go. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I wanted to jump on stage because uh, you mentioned Twitch, and um, I keep been a, a part of uh, my life with my daughter for a really long time because we always watched So You Think You Can Dance. And um, during the pandemic, he and his wife, Allison Hoker, um, who are fabulous uh, hip hop dancers um, went on to social media and they would do um, dance parties and have people um, they do live dance parties and have people come on and he, they teach them dances and um, just kept people up and moving because they wanted to make sure that people were no, no, not getting you know sad and getting stuck in what was going on in the Thank pandemic you. and so um, it was like a part of my family. It, it, maybe it seems odd to people in the audience, but to me, it was like a part of my family past because my daughter came in and said to me, um, oh my God, I have something to tell you. And it was like, she was telling me about a relative and the two of us just like cried because it was so incredibly sad because he was just this type of person that had uh, exuded so much positivity he always had a smile on his face. He made you want to dance. Um, and so I just sort of like wanted to come up and honor that memory of him because he was such a super special person. And, um, you know, no one will ever know what makes you make the decisions uh, that you do uh, when you decide to, uh, you know, take your life, um, especially when you have seemingly everything to live for. Um, he had, you know, all kinds of shows in production and he was in Magic Mike rebooted and all these different things. And, um, you know, it was just such a sad, sad thing. And um, I just sort of wanted to come up and, and weigh, on it, it, weigh in on that and talk about the impact that he had on my life and say that, yes, it's it's um, impossible to know what's going on in behind um behind closed doors or behind someone else's eyes and and just always try to be as kind as possible. I mean, amen to that. And 
But I want to build on that, and I and I want to build on that by saying, when you say it's impossible to know, and I, I'm gonna, it's it's not that I'm gonna challenge that, it's that I'm gonna, but I am gonna say, it doesn't have to be impossible, and the way to and the way to 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 ensure that is to ask, and I and I know that you agree with me on this one because it's 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 what Billy was saying. We hear these words all the time. Reach out to someone. Ask everyone if they can. In fact, I tell you now. One of the things that I'm going to try and implement in Alpha Collective, uh, you know, one of them is the principle of reciprocity, that if you ask for something, you give something back in return. But another one is, is I want to make sure that, that we ask the question more often than not, is everyone okay? Is everyone doing well? Anyone struggling at the moment? Has anyone lost a piece of business or didn't win a piece of business or need a pep talk? That's what we need to do. And that's what I'm going to do based on this session today is is in fact um what I should be doing and maybe I will do this is every single episode I'm going to ask is everyone okay everyone doing okay you know when we ask and say typically to people it, it's a weird thing so we're like how was your 2022 how was your how was your year um most of the time people are going to go oh it was fantastic it was spectacular it had the best year of my life Everything's amazing. What you never get is, you know what? Honestly, I had a really, really shit time. I had a really, really crap time. I struggled. The problem is, is that whatever the answer is, we actually can't deal with it. And I'll explain to you what I mean. If, if, if you ask the question, How's, how are you doing? And people go, oh, never been better. Things are great. I'm like crushing it. I just, you know, set a, set a record. I, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm blah, 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 you know, and you're not doing that well, then you feel awful. You actually feel awful about yourself. You actually, you know, maybe you feel jealous. Maybe you feel all these negative emotions. You're happy for them, but you're sad for yourself. But what about the opposite? They say, oh, I'm really doing badly. I'm really struggling. Well, were you ready for that response? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Don't ask a question that you you know, it's like that if you can't deal with the answer, then don't ask the question. So that's another, that's a bit of a flip as well, which is when we ask someone how they're doing, we better be able to deal with the consequences of what they say. We need to have, you know, we need to be able to deal with ourselves if they're doing well and better than us. And if they're not doing, if they're doing worse than us, we need to have a plan in place. Well, what can I do to help? Is there anything I can do to help? You know, and, 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 and so that to me is a principle that we can put into practice. And it helps when you have infrastructure. I know that, uh, you know, not, not to, uh, uh, I, I don't know if, if one, I won't say it, but I know one person maybe here has just formed an accountability group. Um, or, and if they're not in it, then, then there's a group of people that just did that. What a great idea, though. What a great idea you know, to form an accountability group. This is an accountability group. The Collective Cafe is an, is an accountability group. You don't even have to be here live right now. You can be listening and feel this connection. Know that you can reach out at any point in time. You know, above all, we need to be accountable to ourselves. Secondarily, to our spouse, our partner, our kids. Thirdly, to our business partners. Fourthly, to community. But the thing that's interesting is sometimes community can actually be the first port of call. 
a group of strangers who care about each other a little bit more than they should. I have not met any of you today in person, IRL, not one of you. And yet, I spend every day with most of you. And I have a connection and a relationship with you that is maybe more powerful than people that I see IRL more regularly or often. So community is interesting because they are, they are technically strangers, but sometimes the power of anonymity and maybe, yes, the power of a PFP, the power of a mosque. See what I've just done there? I've just actually given you both sides. I don't know what the, what the right answer is, but sometimes maybe a mosque can help. Sometimes anonymity can actually help. I'm just looking at some of the comments as well. Praxim says uh, regarding PowerPoint, one, most people don't know their content. True. Two, most PowerPoint presentations are too long. True, which is why Alpha Talks are 20 minutes. Um, three, if the length of the meeting change, uh, change pr- changes, presenters often can't adjust dynamically. True. And four, kiss. Keep it simple, stu- stupid. Um, yeah, I mean, point number three is actually going back to the idea of PowerPoint doesn't suck, you do. Uh, because are you, what happens when, I mean, what happens, it, it's unlikely that, you know, the, the computer's going to blow up or someone's going to spill coffee all over it. It's more likely that the client or the investor is going to be late, always going to say, you know what, I'm so sorry, but the 30 minutes that we had, we only have 20 now. What are you going to do? And I, let me tell you now for free, the worst thing, the worst thing you can ever do is still try and get through all your slides. You need to be able to just know when to skip, what to skip, or just to stop. I did both of those um, in in Vegas. One point, I just skipped through three or four slides. And another point, I said, you know what? I'm just going to stop right here. I think this is a good place to stop. Don't worry. I'll send you the slides after the fact as well. Um, So that is a more realistic I think, contingency plan, uh, Praxim, to your point. Um, Sharon said, um, uh, wearing someone else's PFP doesn't build your brand. It's like a designer wearing someone else's clothing. I, I like that I like that analogy. And Bez added, said like a true brand uh, professional. Yeah, we have to like be able to dress up as ourselves, you know. So th- this is a good challenge as well because – you know, we are we are sitting in a room right now where there is only one person who actually is uh, a uh, a uh, photo of themselves. I'm sitting. I look like I don't know what I look like—a squid or a sperm whale or a, or an alpha. You know, I need to change mine too. I need to be able to walk my own talk and not be the alpha collective's um, you know logo. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and change back to me. Uh, it might be an AI version of me. Because I've been like really loving all of these AI versions. You should see me as a model or as a secret agent. I think I, I, think I look pretty slick, uh, even though there's someone in the room called Slick at the moment. Um, but I will go back and say that, you know, if you do have a certain look, then, and, and that's what typically happens, right? Um, you know, and I've studied, I, I've looked at, um, you know, whether it's, uh, imagine if Howard Stern, uh, you know, shaved all his hair off. Uh, it would be like uh, it or, you know, what would happen if, um, you know, John Oliver goes, he goes, well, he, he does this on the table. He goes, welcome, welcome, welcome. Or there's a certain, you know, uh, call sign or a sign off. 
Um, we expect that. We need that. We want that. And if it's not there, I mean, you, those of you that watch my show or listen to my show, you expect Chuck Norris to say you are Chuck Norris approved. Uh, fun fact, which was I'd been doing this for a while, and one day uh, I actually didn't use the Chuck Norris, you're, you know, uh, uh, the, the your Chuck Norris approved. And my mother-in-law that watched the show every day uh, sent me an email and, and said, why was this guest not Chuck Norris approved? And I'm going to actually admit something as well. I didn't actually think that they were Chuck Norris approved that day. They just were really not one of my best guests. Um, but I didn't tell her that. I just said, oh, I forgot to do that as well. So these are all part of branding, right? Your call signs, your mannerisms, your clothing, your PFP, everything brands, everything and everyone brands, right? Everything, everything we do, the consistency, the uniqueness, the originality, the authenticity, it all comes together and becomes part of our brand. And some, sometimes it's deliberate and sometimes it's accidental. And you know what? The accidental stuff, if you're smart enough, you make that become part of your, de- your deliberate approach. Sometimes you even pretend it isn't. You know, sometimes I'll say, hey, I have no idea what the hell's going to come out of my mouth. And 50% of the time, I don't. But 50% of the time, I do. And if you think that I don't know what I'm doing, well, you know what? That's part of the persona too. It's part of the, um, the, the, the chaos theory. That's part of my brand. A little, bit of, a little bit irreverent, a little bit self-deprecating, a little bit unpredictable. Um, I love it. That's why I love being on, on a panel. Uh, you know, and I, one of my little go-to lines is I go, you know, you know, I'm just, I'm just completely talking too much and uh, I'm dominating this panel. So I'm just going to mute myself. I'm just going to go and mute for the next question. I don't care what the question is. I don't care how relevant it is. I don't care if, if even if it's aimed at me, I'm going on mute. And that's what I do. Now, it's part of the shtick, but it's, the, but it's actually part of self-awareness too. It's part of my self-awareness, which is I'm aware of the fact that I actually am talking a little bit too much. Um, and that's okay because I know that I'm in my element and I know that I'm dominating. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's, I don't want to do, I don't want to win at the expense of my panelists. So it's very, um, it's, it's a little premeditated. It's a little bit calculated, but it really has its roots and grounding in a desire, um, not to be an arsehole. <laughs> Um, to to put it bluntly um, as well. Now, it's funny because uh, w- what I love about these sessions is today, um, I actually thought we would talk, maybe we'll do this tomorrow. We'll talk about what does it mean to be all in on Web3? Because uh, in the panel and on the panel, I'm all in on Web3, but that doesn't mean that I'm only Web3. Uh, not at all. And I spoke about the two-by-two two matrix in my presentation, which, of course, I'll be giving on Thursday. And we heard a lot about Web 2 and Web 3 and Web 2.5 and the battle between centralization and decentralization. So these are all the questions. What does it mean to be all in on anything, quite frankly? Um, does it mean burning the boats, burning the bridges sometimes as well? There are two different things, but they both involve burning. Um, or does it mean something something else. So we didn't even get to that today, and that's fine, and that's great. Today was just a classic smorgasbord, 
and you know an episode of of what it is to be together and you know to start the day off on the right foot and so as i said my goal today is to try and figure out how to start a podcast <laughs> like literally from scratch and if i'm really 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 successful i will have this first episode live today there's a challenge i might need some help if anyone wants to help me um and then we'll just keep going we'll keep going and 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 we'll keep we'll keep going and we will keep growing as well um so i'm going to pause there for a second we've got about 9 minutes we keep this to about an hour um sharon what is your goal for the week like what is what are you manifesting this week this month we're in january it's january 9th um what does success look like for you I'm glad you asked me that because I actually was going to um, share with uh, the people in the audience, you know that I launched my podcast last week called uh, Built from the Dream Up Founder Stories, where I talk to founders about their experiences, their entrepreneurial journey, you know, how they built, how they scaled. Um, And I launched it last week and I was originally planning on um, dropping, I launched four episodes Um, And I was originally planning on dropping the fifth episode tomorrow. And then I thought um, it would be sort of a disservice to each of the people that I spent the time talking to and that gave so freely of their time to me um, if I didn't promote them this week for the four episodes because I was, you know, obviously would promote each episode that I do. And so I decided instead to promote each episode this week. So starting tomorrow... Um, I'm promoting my first episode, which was with Jeff Kozer from Zebrafy. And the way that I'm promoting that is um, I reached out to him and I said, I'm going to pro- promote. He's like, great, we'll promote right alongside of you. Um, I'm dropping some audiograms that I'll be putting in LinkedIn, um, some quote cards. And for each episode, I'm going to do that. So um, this week for me is manifesting some downloads, some subscriptions, some energy behind the podcast to get people excited, hopefully about hearing each week from a new founder. Um, And, you know, one of my premises behind not only is to tell everyone's story, because I think everyone has a story to tell and someone who needs to hear it. Um, Sometimes we think no one wants to hear our story or why does anyone care about our story? But then often we find that something within someone else's story resonated with us and um, maybe helped us along our journey or kept us from falling into that same pothole that they fell into. Um, So, you know, that's the intention of that. And also to frankly, um, my my hope is that people who listen to the show uh, will get a better education, a better business education than those who plunk down. Um, several hundred thousand dollars to get a business school education because uh, it's great to read about it, but it's uh, better to live it. And it's better also to, um, you know, sometimes not live it, not live the experiences that other people did. Like there's certain people on my podcast. Jeff was one of them. He had a um, hired a CEO. They did a big raise, uh, $10 million, and um, they ran through it in six months and they had to start again or close up shop. And so he learned a very important lesson about um, who you hire and um, how much 
uh, how many of the keys to the shop do you actually give them? So um, I think that's really important to sometimes allow other people's learnings to be your learning so that you can go ahead and move forward. I love that. And uh, you know what, I'm, I'm still, you know, for some reason, your invitation for me to come on, on your pod, it, I think it keeps ending up in spam because I haven't found it yet. But uh, when I do, uh, I'm just kidding, but I am looking forward to one day earning the right to be on the show. Um, and, um, and first of all, I'm going to become a listener and a subscriber as well. We are going to help each other succeed in the Collective Cafe, in Alpha Collective um, and uh, and I'm going to make uh, – I'm excited to actually go ahead and uh, and figure out this thing. By the way, Jensa, you know, it's probably just as simple as going to Apple Podcasts and starting a po- – and, and just actually creating the thing. You're going to need, obviously, uh, a logo um, and um, uh, – I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to even – I will have this first episode up um, today. And the thing is, it's like – not only is this episode not perfect, it's so unperfect, imperfect, flawed. I mean, we have this massive technical issue. I don't even know if this thing's going to work. Um, but people are, I like to use the analogy of a carousel, right? The carousel is just, it, it's, 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 not, it's not a thrill ride. It's a beautiful ride and it's going around and around. And you can kind of jump on or jump off at any time and at any point. And so, What's really important to do is to get that first episode out, as imperfect as it is. Sharon has a very different approach. Both approaches are right. Sharon's is almost perfect on episode one. Um, She's got her formula down. She's got a template down. Um, She now can focus on rinse and repeat and building momentum. She has built it on a solid foundation. She is a brand connoisseur. My brand is very different. My brand is kind of a just do it. My brand is a little bit of a what you see is what you get um, and just about completely always improvising. And, you know, I mean, the fact that this is even going to go out as a podcast is is proof positive is the fact that we just do it and then we keep going and we figure out uh, along the way um, what works and what doesn't. And, of course, as I've said many times, the real art is not being able to build on what works and and eradicate the stuff that doesn't work. That's the easy part. It's realizing that the stuff you think is working may actually not be the right answer and may end up actually caught backfiring. And the stuff that doesn't work just isn't working yet. So short-term results or the lack thereof can be very, very misleading. That's where you trust your gut. That's where staying power, endurance is a superpower. It's the ability, going back to Roberto Blake, saying that, that when you look at success stories in the space, they're generally people that have been doing it for seven to ten years. How arrogant am I to believe that my show, Joseph Jaffe is Not Famous, deserves to be on CNBC or to have the audience and the the national notoriety when I haven't even been doing it for three years. March will be three years. Taking on journalists and people that have studied and got degrees and and have been on CNBC for 20, 30, 40 years. How arrogant am I to believe that I deserve to play and beat them and, and compete with them? But at the same time, I'm also David. I'm also the upstart, the startup, the upstart. 
that actually says, I don't have to crawl before I walk, before I run. I can uh, also be able to be the challenger brand. It's all a balance. It's all balance. It's all nuance. It's all gut and it's all feel. There is no one size that fits all. This is all about being able to figure out your place in the world. And the beauty of it is you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to go it alone. What's the old saying? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, do it with the collective cafe. And so here we are at 9 a.m. And uh, we're going to always try and keep this to one hour. Uh, I have my work cut out for me today. I wish all of you that are here live and the people that are listening after the fact just have an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing month, an amazing year, an amazing life. And um, remember, start every, if you can, every session, every conversation with a genuine, genuine question, which is, are you okay? Is everything okay? How's everything going? And, and... Be ready for the answer, whether it's couldn't be better or couldn't be worse. And by the way, remember, when people say couldn't be better, that also may not exactly be, exactly be the correct and the honest answer. Going back to what Billy was saying regarding Twitch, seemingly jubilant, seemingly jubilant. Let that be uh, a reminder to us to Dig a little deeper, take a little bit more time. When we ask a question, it shouldn't be just going through the motions. Hope all is well. Hope all is well. Those are the four worst words that you can ever start an email with. So let's end though on a a high, on a positive note, um, which is uh, we will be here every single day. When I'm not here, I have an incredible, incredible uh, sidekick, Kicks, in the form of, at the moment, uh, Agent BZR, Bez, and Sharon, a.k.a. Story Powered. Uh, the rest of you that are here today, Praxim, I know you've jumped up a bit, and Christopher, um, anytime you want to join in and, and, and take a crack, this is a platform for everyone and for anyone to, to you know, um, develop their chops, find their voice. There is no you know, perfection here. We all figure it out as we go along. And if you want to develop your voice, then then come on over to the Collective Cafe and develop it together. We'll give you feedback live. Uh, it is a safe place. It is a place that will always focus on this idea of, of helping one another before we help ourselves. Because if we can truly dish out that kindness, that generosity, that empathy to others, it's going to come back to us with interest. So I will see some of you uh, later today um, with Sean Kanungo. Um, for those of you that are listening for the first time, uh, I do pre-recordings, not every day, but uh, when I do these pre-recordings, you will find out about them either in the Collective Cafe or in Joseph Jaffe is Not Famous, but in our Discord server, bit.ly forward slash not famous discord and you have an opportunity to actually watch and listen to the episode live comment um you know making a little bit of a cameo appearance yes there are going to be many poeps in 2023 and those poeps are going to be redeemable for things like i don't know membership passes to alpha collective uh lunches dinners 
I might even fly to you and have dinner with you on me. Um, and keynotes, there's going to be a whole bunch of signed copies of the book, royalties to the book. There's going to be a lot of surprise and delight. Um, this is just the beginning. So take care, everyone, and I will see you all hopefully tomorrow. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.